Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. Me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking all about how to beat the winter blues. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. So a lot of women who we speak to in their 40s and 50s find it difficult to keep their mood up during the winter months, whether those are clients, whether those are just people who we're chatting to, um, who are thinking of maybe signing up with us. But when the days get shorter and it gets colder and it gets wetter outside, many people struggle to stay positive. And that can have a big impact on your energy, on your mood and on your motivation. And for people who already kind of struggle with their weight and struggle with with their eating and their drinking a low mood can often lead to turning to food and alcohol as a kind of pick-me-up to try and lift that mood back up back up and for women over 40 who are already struggling because of physical and hormonal changes which can make it um, more more difficult to lose weight and easier to gain weight especially around the middle if they're also then going turning to the wrong foods and the wrong drinks because of the, the weather and because of their mood that can lead to gaining weight over winter every single year and then struggling to get that weight off again um, come new year and, and over the summer. It can lead to watching those scales creeping up and up and clothes getting tighter and tighter, choosing things to cover up problem areas rather than what they actually like and worrying that they'll never get their weight and their health under control, feeling kind of powerless to this winter blues that seems to lead to weight gain every single year. And none of that is actually very good for your mood or your happiness. You know, it's not, it's not very nice to be gaining weight and to feel out of control with your health and fitness. But with the right approach, it is possible to thrive during the winter months, to keep living life to the fullest and, and to just stay positive. And in today's podcast, we're going to cover some of the simplest strategies that women over 40 can use to boost their mood in the winter months and keep their weight, health and fitness under control. So we're going to go through three key strategies today we'll keep it simple three things you can do um today to improve this to kind of get out of that sort of mood slump that a lot of people are in at the moment so the first thing we're going to talk about the first kind of cause of low mood that's really really common and a lot of people don't know about is vitamin d and most britons have a vitamin d deficiency in the winter months and low vitamin d levels have been linked to low mood and also even things like depression as well there's a pretty strong correlation. And this is because researchers basically think that vitamin D could affect the levels of brain chemicals. So chemicals like serotonin, which is the key hormone that stabilizes our mood and our feelings of well-being, and, and ultimately happiness as well. So vitamin D deficiency is pretty close. You know, it's a pretty big cause of low mood and it's something that's fairly easily fixed. But it also has a couple of other side effects. So it also is being linked to worse menopause symptoms. So if you, like a lot of our clients, are going through perimenopause or menopause, if you don't get enough vitamin D, which is really difficult to do over winter, then those menopause symptoms like hot flushes, joint aches and, aches and pains, um, brain fog, all of these unpleasant symptoms can be a lot worse. And then lastly, vitamin D also helps the body absorb calcium, which is important to avoid osteoporosis. Um, so if you don't have enough vitamin D, it's quite hard for your body to absorb that calcium. So a lot of people think oh, I've got to get calcium from 
milk or other healthy food sources or a supplement, but they don't actually think about vitamin D. So it's really important for your mood as well as your general health. Now, it's important to understand why you're going to be vitamin D deficient. Um, so vitamin D is produced in the body and it's absorbed through the skin um, from sunlight. So you cannot make enough, basically your body makes vitamin D when you get enough sunlight. And if you don't get enough sunlight, it can't produce that vitamin D. And in order to do that, you actually have to have large areas of skin exposed. So people might think they can go out in winter in their coat and they're going to get some vitamin D. You're not really going to get enough at all. You need to have like your arms and your legs out for quite a long time in the, in the brightest part of the day in summer to get enough vitamin D. In winter, it's not going to be as light. The sun's going to be lower. You're probably only going to have your head out. You're not going to have enough exposure to produce that vitamin D you need. And that's if you get out at all. A lot of the clients we work with actually are sort of tied to the desk all day, most days. So most days are not going to get any exposure at all. So for this reason, from about September to March or April each year, at least that's sort of the, the worst time. But some people have vitamin D deficiency all year round. But at least from September to sort of March or April, most Britons are vitamin D deficient, which means they're much more likely to have a low mood low energy levels and also poor immune function because vitamin D is also really important for immunity. It's why they're suggesting people take vitamin D also for protecting them against coronavirus. So there's a lot of reasons to boost your vitamin D and the easiest way to do it is to just get a vitamin D supplement. It's not compl complicated. Both Ben and I take them. You can get them from places like Amazon. There's loads available. Just get a vitamin D supplement, uh, D3 specifically. Take it every day and that should protect you from that one. And then that should eradicate that. And a lot of people feel a lot more energetic just by taking that. So yes, yeah, so that's the first one. Um, and the second thing that people can get into, the second trap people can fall into is this kind of blame game where they almost place the blame for the way that they feel on things like winter, things like coronavirus, or things like um, you know this year. So. 2020 which has been a particular diff particularly difficult year i'd say compared to other years and while these things can have an impact it can you know it, it, it can make things it's easier to feel happy to feel positive to you know to get outside to get that vitamin d etc when it's really sunny outside when it's really bright outside um so yeah it's so it's easy to kind of get sucked into thinking that that's not possible in those winter months but the, the problem with this is the thoughts and the beliefs that you have about life can have a huge impact on the way that you feel and on your mood. So if you believe, if what you think is um, that I always feel unhappy over winter, that this year is a write-off, that 2020 is the worst year ever, that I can't succeed over winter, if that's the kind of thinking that you have going around in your head and the kind of excuses that you, you find yourself coming up with, then all of that's likely going to be true for you. Because if you believe something deeply enough, then you'll find a way to kind of make that make that happen. Because what you tell yourself has a huge impact on your mood, your actions, um, and your your outlook on life in general, and the results that you're able to get um, from the actions and everything that you take. So, if you say something to yourself enough times, it becomes so ingrained in your mind that you do actually start to believe that that is the truth, even if it wasn't true in the first place. So, for example, one of you know one that's probably common to loads and loads of people is that certain things you might believe that you're a failure so that you might get something wrong and you might be like, oh, I'm a failure. I got that wrong. I'm a failure. I'm a failure. And if you keep telling yourself over and over again that either you can't do something or you're a failure or you're bad in some way, 
you eventually start to believe this. And if you carry this negative mindset around and all of your actions, you'll, you'll kind of will play out this negative scenario. So for example, just an ex example everyone can relate to. If you've ever gone into a job interview, if you go into that job interview and you're thinking, I'm really well suited for the job. Um, I think I could get this job. I've got, you know, I'm really feeling positive. I'm going to just do my best and see what happens. If you go in with a really good outlook into that job interview, you'll probably come across confident. You'll come across as somebody who the people who are interviewing you would want to work with. You'll put yourself across in your, your best possible light, and then you're more likely to get that job. However, if you go into a job interview thinking, I don't deserve this, you know, I'm not qualified, I'm probably going to fail, I, I got rejected from the last job, I'll probably get rejected for this one. If you have this negative mindset going into that situation, the way you portray yourself, you're not going to put your best self forward to the people who are interviewing you. You're not going to give the best impression of yourself. And because you're not giving the best impression, you're actually less likely to get that job just because of the thoughts and the beliefs that you've had of, around that situation. So when it comes to winter and COVID in 2020, if instead of believing, you know, I can't succeed over winter, this year is the worst ever, et cetera. If instead you can shift those beliefs so you can think to yourself, something like there's nothing stopping me from being happy through this winter, it's gonna be a hundred times easier to see the positives and to make the most of the situation that you're in. Even if that situation uh, may be slightly different or slightly more difficult than other times of the year. So for example, to be happy over, the, over winter when it's darker, um, when it's colder, when it's wetter, especially when the, there's COVID going on and everything's closed down, it is probably going to take more effort to be to be happy and to stay positive and to feel your absolute best through that situation. You know, you're going to have to plan more efficiently to maybe take breaks in the day, to go out for a nice walk, to keep yourself entertained and to find things to keep yourself feeling happy and keep yourself feeling positive whether that's you know spending quality time with the family just doing simple things you could do at home like playing board games having a movie night doing date nights with your partner etc it's harder to do those things when you're given like almost nothing to work with it's much easier to do those things when it's bright outside when shops restaurants everything is open you can easily find something to kind of keep you happy and pick up your mood so yeah i'm not saying it's it's as easy over winter as it is at other times of the year but if you can believe that there isn't there's no reason that you can't be happy and that you can't keep yourself in a good mood over winter then you're not gonna you're gonna be able to get out of your own way and you're gonna be able to do the things which put you in a good mood and which which help you to succeed and the more blame that you place on external factors such as the time of the year the weather the dark the cold um or even deciding i know a lot of people say things like um you know i always feel my mood is always lower over the winter if you tell yourself that over and over again you've got that belief and you're carrying around it's winter i'm supposed to be in a bad mood now it's winter i'm not supposed to i'm not able to be happy you're going to find a way to to make that possible possible but the more um power that you put into these different external factors the more powerless you'll feel to do anything about them so it's it's almost like putting yourself in a prison and you're giving the keys away to somebody else so rather than having holding the keys to your own your own um life and being able to unlock yourself from that prison you just put the keys through the door you throw them away and you give them to somebody else the problem with that is there's no way that you can get yourself out of that situation the only way that you can get out is if the other person that you've given the keys to those external factors if those things decide that they're going to change and they're going to allow you to be happy so you're a prisoner to the circumstances so time of year to um to the winter to the cold to whatever it is um 
and you have no power to change that. However, if you can take control of that instead, if you're the person who's in the prison, but you also decide that you're holding the keys to that prison, at any time you can just turn the key through the lock, you can open the door and you can step out and, and get what you want. So the solution to this is really just to, it's almost like I'd say going on a diet, but with your mindset. So we all know that if you put unhealthy food and loads of alcohol and things into your body, then your body gets less healthy. It's it's kind of the same with your mindset. If with your thinking, all of your thoughts are, you know, I can't be happy over winter. This year is a write-up. If you're putting like a almost a diet of unhealthy negative thoughts, which are dragging you down and holding you back, if you're constantly telling yourself this over and over and over and over again, um, it's going to make it very, very difficult for you to succeed. So instead, you've almost got to take control of your mindset and just realize that you do have the power to change the way you think and you do have the power to change the way you feel. So Firstly, I would say, figure out what are these beliefs that are currently holding you back? Think about the things that you tell yourself to justify things to yourself or the excuses that you're making or the reasons that you're giving for the way that you're feeling at the moment. Write all of those things down. And then I would ask yourself instead, what would you have to believe to feel happy and to feel positive and to make this winter the best winter that you've ever had, where you're feeling as best as you possibly could be given the situation? And then it's just a case of training yourself to stop, um, you know, having that almost junk food, um, junk thoughts, diet of those difficult negative thoughts and to switch to those healthy and positive thoughts that are going get, to get you what you want. And I think the best way to do this, one of the best ways, um, which is something that we base um, some of the mindset work we do with our clients on, is there is a book by a woman called Byron Katie, which is called Loving What Is. I'm, I'm not going to be able to explain how to take control of your mindset and shift your mindset in a short podcast episode, but I would recommend that's a really, really good place to start. If you just get this book, especially the audio book, it's a really good kind of, um, it's a really good guide on how to analyze the negative thoughts that you've got. So it's just start with those negative thoughts. So for example, I can't succeed over winter and how to shift that perspective and look at a different perspective and slowly but surely over time, this isn't a quick process to turn this all around. Um, it's possible to change the way that you think so that this year, next year and every other winter going forwards, you don't have to feel negative. You don't have to feel, um, feel like there's no hope and you're powerless to turn it all around. And this is, this is something we do with our clients as well, isn't it? So we use a process called the thought transformer inside our programs to, to help our clients switch these thoughts around in like a couple of minutes. It's a written exercise in a journal they get and um, kind of works like cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, switch those thoughts around um, and feel, you know, feel like there's some hope. Because I think once you feel that there's some hope, then you'll actually take some action. If you feel like it's hopeless and you're at the mercy of all these things, like Ben said, you've thrown away the key and you're, you're kind of you're kind of giving up before you even considered that you could potentially improve things. But if you're listening to this episode, I'm sure I'm sure that you you do think there's hope because um, that's why you're listening. So what I'm going to do now with the last example is just give you one key to kind of get you out of that that prison that a lot of people are that's, you know they they voluntarily put themselves in or you know they've, they've ended up in because everyone around them is saying 2020 is a write off. So we speak to loads of clients who they used to be really way more active pre-lockdown or pre-winter. Like they used to commute to work and they used to walk as part of their commute or they used to drop the kids at school and used to walk, but now they maybe drive to, to avoid coronavirus. 
or they just they've really rise up the ranks in their job and now they're just tied to their desk in back to back meetings all day. People seem to be in more meetings than ever from the people I'm speaking to. They're available all day. So they're just getting booked up and booked up and booked up and they're barely doing any steps. They're barely getting out. They're barely being active. And being active is absolutely critical for your mood. Like in our experience, most people we come across who really struggle with low mood or depression is because they spend most of their day inactive. Like that's one of the most common things we see. And um, this isn't just our theory that like Dr. Andrew McCulloch is the former chief executive of the Mental Health Foundation. And they produced a report on the mental health benefits of exercise, um, which said there's convincing evidence that 30 minutes of vigorous exercise three times a week is effective against depression and anecdotal evidence that lighter exercise will have a benefit, beneficial effect too. So there is a lot of evidence now backing up that this is, you know, evidence, exercise, sorry, regular exercise, either vigorous exercise three times a week or less vigorous exercise more regularly. So kind of be like walking every day helps with your mental health. And they also said, if you have a tendency towards SAD, so like seasonal affective disorder, so feeling basically low mood in winter, outdoor exercise will have a double benefit because you gain some daylight. So it's key for that vitamin D we talked about earlier and just general mental health to get some daylight. And there's loads of benefits to exercise. I'm not going to go over these too much because I'm sure you know them if you're listening already, but it will reduce anxiety. It will boost your self-esteem. It will take your mind off stressful events because you have to focus on that exercise. It will boost your serotonin levels, so your happy hormone. And another one people don't really think about, but exercise also improves sleep because you're actually tired when you get to bed. And if you sleep well, your mood is so much better. I had a great night's sleep last night and I feel fantastic today. Yesterday and the day before, I had two bad nights sleep, just couldn't get to sleep. Um, and I felt pretty rubbish after a couple of days like that. So don't underestimate sleep either. Um, but we're talking about exercise. So we're meant to move as humans, yet most of us are more sedentary than ever. And as it gets into winter, as it gets darker, like Ben was saying, there's even less temptation to get out of <clears> exercise. <throat> and so we end up in this vicious cycle of feeling more and more sluggish, less and less energetic, less and less motivated and doing, doing less and less until you're doing absolutely nothing and you just feel totally rubbish. And then that can lead to eating and all these other things. So the solution then is to get a mood boost. What you need to do is to break that cycle. You need to get moving regularly, either vigorous exercise, like they said, three times a week or get moving with less vigorous exercise every day. So just do whatever's most realistic and sustainable for you. That's what I would say. So don't try and do something that's best. If you just want to lift your mood, do something that's going to fit into your schedule and it won't take too many tweaks to your schedule to, to make it work. And it doesn't have to be really long and sweaty. So it could be something like uh, booking 30 minutes out of your day every single day in your calendar so people don't book over it and going for a walk will make a huge difference to your mood. It could be you like going to the gym and the gyms are open again now. So you go to gym classes three times a week, do that more vigorous exercise. Could be walking with a friend at the weekend, but that's probably not going to be enough. You need some more regular stuff in the week as well to lift your mood regularly. If you want to have a good mood every day, do some sort of movement every day. Could be juggling, uh, could be cycling. And the point is, these aren't necessarily the best for losing weight over 40. We've talked about that in other episodes, like episode 61, where we talked about why cardio doesn't really work very well to, to get in the best shape over 40. But if you're just focusing on lifting your mood, then this will definitely make you feel better, any of these types of exercise. So that wraps it up for our three tips. Um, we're just going to run through a couple of quick testimonials for you. And then, um, then we'll let you get about your day. So we've got a couple of testimonials from clients we've worked with who have actually 
done this, they've done the steps we've outlined today. So they've questioned their thinking, they've supplemented with vitamin D, we recommend it to all our clients and they've done some exercise and they've noticed sort of profound changes in how they feel and in their mood. So the first one is Dorothy. This is actually one of Ben's clients. And she said, before I started, I was an easy size 16. I was tired and fatigued most of the time. I had aching legs and feet at the end of each day and I'd lost a lot of confidence. I had low mood, I was weak, I felt old and extremely frustrated with myself. Since starting Trinity, I have more energy and even after only eight weeks, I feel stronger and fitter. I can see that I'm toning up and losing fat from my arms, legs and middle. And more importantly, I have a different attitude. I want to eat healthily versus junk food. I look forward to walking with my dog. I feel strong and proud of myself after every workout. Yes, even after the evil, evil goblet squats. And also important is the support I have from regular contact with Ben. It feels like I have a backup and somebody who understands where I started, but also where I want to get to. So that's a great example. Dorothy's now regularly exercising much more and her energy and her mood is lifted so much more because of it as well. And then the last example is Rachel. So this is actually one of my clients. She's a full-time university researcher uh, and she's in her 50s and she's recently hit menopause. And she said, before I started Trinity, I was in a mess. I was constantly upset and depressed. I was puzzled at how to get out of it. I was thinking it was just something to do with age and hormones that there was nothing I could do. So that's like that, that situation Ben talked about, about being in a prison without the key. She felt like there was nothing she could do. She's eight kilos heavier and two dress sizes larger than I used to be. And I wasn't able to get in some of my favorite clothes. It was making me miserable, which in turn caused me to be ratty and snappy with those around me. And I was embarrassed that I'd let things slip this far. I tried a couple of goes at the 5-2 diet. It had worked a, couple, uh, a few years previously, but I put all the weight back on. It felt like nothing would work. That was just condemned to be that way because that's what happened when you get older and your hormones change. So joining Trinity, things are totally different. My total weight loss is now over eight kilos from 62 to 53.5, depending on the day of the week. I've lost inches from everywhere. I look and feel slimmer. I'm more toned. I can fit into my old clothes and even had to buy new jeans because mine are hanging off me. I've lost some of the old aches and pains. I used to have backache and knee pain, but don't anymore. I also am used to having aching forearms, um, which comes, I think, from spending so long at my computer every day. But even that has got better, presumably because they're developing the muscles and stretching my body out. In terms of how it's made me feel, it made me feel like my old self again. I feel more confident, happier, and a nicer person. More content that this is me and I'm fitting into my life, not only my clothes, but also settling into myself. I'm not so embarrassed to show myself in front of my husband. He always said he likes me just as I was, but I didn't like how I looked, so it really made no difference what he said. So now I feel different and less inhibited. So as you can see there, Rachel had a lot of reasons why she wasn't feeling so good from those aches and pains um, to just generally, uh, generally having a lot of those side effects that women can experience through menopause, which can make them feel low. And since working with us, we've managed to basically turn most of these things around, lose the excess weight, and she's feeling great again. And again, that was following a lot of the tips we outlined today. So that's an example of the kind of results you can achieve working with us. And all the stuff we do is ultimately around making people feel better, which will elevate your mood. Um, we obviously work on other things as well, like food and, um, and, and habits around that as well. But if people want to find out more about that, Ben, how they can work with us to ultimately feel better, where can they go? If you want to find out more about working with us and about our programs and our Fit Over 40 method, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all of the details on that page. Perfect. So head over there, check it out. That wraps up for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.
So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.